welcome to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica Peretti, astrologer, yoga teacher, and Real Housewives historian. Each week, I give you a peek into the heavens so you can harness the energy of the planets up there and dictate your fate down here on Earth. Hey guys, welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica Peretti. And this is coming at you a little late this week. So I apologize. As I'll share with you, there's a lot of frustration in the air this week. We might have a lot of stuff coming up, a lot of old stories from the past recurring. And I am a human being. And although I commit to bringing you this podcast every week, the Essential Astrocast, and giving you the forecast of what's going on in the heavens. The heavens are still impacting my life, right? So sometimes some weeks are harder than others to come up with something really inspiring and positive to share with you. And I really do believe that at the crux of it all, we dictate our own fate. The planets are here to help us and the universe is always conspiring in our favor but I have to get my mind right so that I can deliver that message to you every week. So again, apologies on being a little bit late with the pod, but I wanted to give you, you know, a good report. So this week is pretty frustrating. There's a lot of frustrating energy. I've been feeling frustrated. It's like the word of the week over here, but that doesn't mean that there's not lessons and that there's not something to learn. There's always something to learn, even in the most difficult situations. And, you know, Rachel Hollis, she's a writer that you might be familiar with. There's something she says that I think is really powerful. She says, I don't believe that everything happens for a reason, but I do think that you can find meaning in everything that happens. And I love that. And I don't know if that's exactly how she says it, but I love that. And I often think about it because so many people in the spiritual community, the yoga community, the shamanic community, whatever community you're in, if they're talking about spirit and God, it might be traditionally religious community, a new age religious community, whatever it is, we all tend to spout this. Everything has a reason. Everything's happening for a reason. And I think astrology teaches us that not everything is happening for a reason. Lots of bad things happen because people do bad things. And just because there's not some divine reason that something is happening doesn't mean that you can't find meaning in it and it's not going to help you grow. Astrology gives us the ability to see the patterns. It gives us the ability to see the karmic patterns and the cycles that we're living through. So one of the cycles that's going on right now, because astrology really is just this, this layer cake of cycles and patterns that are happening in the sky and thus having a pull on our emotional response, right? It's having a pull on how we feel. So right now we're being hearkened back to 2012. So Consider what's going on in your life right now and see if these stories and these patterns have anything to do with what was going on in 2012. If you, like me, have had the same Gmail account and have been using your calendar on Gmail for many, many years, then you can go back in your Google Calendar and you can see what was going on. So I did that today. I went back and I said, okay, 
what was going on when Venus went retrograde in Gemini in 2012. So every eight years, Venus goes retrograde in the same sign that it did eight years ago. And so it creates this beautiful pattern. And the pattern looks like a big star or flower. And this pattern happens where she revisits the same spot every eight years and does her retrograde thing. So every eight years, we get to tune in to whatever Venus is trying to teach us, whatever stories Venus is bringing up in our life. So right now, there's some story that's coming up for you that has to do with what Venus rules. And Venus rules love and relationships and friendships in our social life. Of course, social distancing. Gemini is one of the most social signs, and we are being told that we cannot be with one another. So classic Venus retrograde, Gemini, little divine joke. And Venus also rules our worth. It rules our money. It rules what we value, how we value ourselves, how we want to be valued. And so if you're feeling unvalued or overlooked or taken advantage of, Those are all things that might be a story, a pattern that's cropping up for you that harkens back to 2012, as I said. So anyway, something to look into. The other thing that is bringing our emotional body back to 2012 is the fact that the nodes are in Gemini and Sagittarius. So the last time the nodes were on this axis was in 2012. It takes the nodes 19 years to go around the zodiac. And so the last time that we had the North Node in Gemini, or the last time it entered Gemini, was right after September 11th. But the last time we had the nodes on this particular axis, and the North Node at the time was in Sagittarius, which is the opposite sign of Gemini, that was in 2012. So there's some karmic recurrence that's coming up from 2012 right now. And that might be part of this frustration that we're revisiting a story that we thought was over, that we're revisiting a lesson that we thought we learned. And in my own life, there's stuff going on that's been going on for months already that's been going on since March and April. And Venus retrograde is bringing up all the stuff that's happened since the beginning of April. So if you just have current stuff happening in your life, and it's just been going on and on and on, that also is that Venus retrograde piece. So she's making us just like belabor the situation. Like, oh, we have more of this to look at. Oh, this is happening again. Oh, I'm still angry about this. Oh, more negotiations. Oh, another contract to review. That kind of stuff. Venus might be bringing up a lot of that. And because of what's going on in the world, of course, there's a lot of business uncertainty. So you might be revisiting the same topic and the same problem many, many times over before there is an eventual solution. And that's part of Venus retrograde. So because Venus does rule money, be very careful when it comes to your money and negotiations and job offers and all of that stuff. Really, really look at that closely because Venus does roll money. And we are getting close to our uh, next Mercury retrograde. So I definitely recommend that if you've got something that you need to sign off on that is of any serious nature whatsoever, that you consult an attorney and do your due diligence. 
Because when Venus and Mercury are both retrograde, it's like, okay, just really make sure that you've got your T's crossed and your I's dotted. So let's get into the week and talk a little bit about what's happening. So the big, big, big news this week is that Mercury is going into Cancer. We've had Mercury in Gemini for a very short time, like three weeks. Like Mercury's been just clipping along at his normal pace since he's been in direct motion. And we've had him move through one of his two home signs of Gemini. Now, Gemini is ruled by Mercury and Virgo is ruled by Mercury. Virgo is kind of like Gemini's straight A student, follow the rules, authority loving sister. Okay. And Gemini is like really into the details and figuring things out, but expressing it his own way. You know, he really wants to like make it his own and isn't so interested in the right way of doing things. He's interested in his way of doing things, really expressing himself. So whenever we've got stuff in Gemini, we're expressing ourselves. We're expressing our own creativity. There's a lot of creative energy with Gemini. Gemini can get really into the details. The opposite sign of Gemini is Sagittarius. Sagittarius is very much into the big picture. So with Mercury in Gemini right now, we and the sun in Gemini, and Venus retrograde in Gemini. And we just had the new moon in Gemini last week. You know, you might be feeling pulled in a million directions. You might be feeling like your mind is taking you for a ride. You might be feeling like, oh my God, I have so many ideas. What do I focus on? What do I execute? And I know I've been feeling like that. I've been feeling pulled in a million directions. I like unintentionally signed up for two courses in the same week and just wanting to do all the things wanting to take in all the information, but not necessarily being grounded in being able to integrate it. That's how I'm feeling. And you might be feeling similarly. All the Gemini energy can make us a little scatterbrained. It also can create a lot of light bulb moments. I've had so many ideas. I was joking. I was texting with a friend who's also a colleague and, um, who's a yoga teacher and an astrologer. We're kind of living parallel lives. And um, I said, oh, I had a great idea for you and you should do this. And she said, that is a great idea. Thanks. And I was like, I'm full of them. Gemini season. So you might be having tons of ideas, so many ideas that you're having ideas for other people's businesses like me. And that's cool. It's fun. But it also can kind of burn you out when you're not grounded in executing because that's the stuff that actually moves things forward. That's why we need the earth energy. That's why we need all the elements. We need all the elements. We need the fire to inspire us and light us up. We need the air to bring the logic and the rationale and the mental acuity. We need the earth to manifest it on the material plane and make it something long lasting. And we need the water to bring our emotion into it. So This week, Mercury, which rules the mind, is going to move into Cancer. Now, when Mercury goes into Cancer, our mind is going to be much more preoccupied with how things make us feel versus perhaps logic or all the ideas. We'll still have the sun in Gemini, so we'll still probably be lit up with ideas and we still will have a lot of logic ruling the sky, but the sun in Gemini will be answering to Mercury and Mercury will be in Cancer. So the emotional body is going to become more important once again. And 
when Mercury goes into Cancer on Thursday, it's going to be there for a while. It's not going to go into the next sign of Leo until August 6th due to its retrograde. So it's going to be retrograde from June 18th to July 12th. And it's actually going to enter the pre-retrograde shadow, as we call it, June 2nd. So nothing to be worried about. You know, Mercury goes retrograde three times a year, four times a year. It's just be cognizant that come June 18, things might not be so clear. And I know that in general, life just feels so unclear right now. Hey, did you know that I have an astro-obsessed girls club that is waiting to welcome you? Yep, it's called the Luminary League, and we meet every full moon for a live workshop online. We talk astrology, do a little meditation, writing exercise, and then, wait, this is the best part, I do mini readings for a few women right there in the virtual room. Ever wonder how the full moon is impacting your chart personally? Well, now you don't have to. I also send out a new moon ritual every month to all the members. So it's kind of like having your own personal astrologer in your back pocket. Come on over to veronicaparetti.com astrology to learn more and to sign up. So... This period of time is going to give us an opportunity to review what's happened thus far, just like Venus is giving us an opportunity to review what's happened since beginning of April and what happened back in 2012. These cycles give us opportunities for reflection. And sometimes the reflection is really exhausting. Sometimes the reflection, the revisit, the revamp, the edit, it's sometimes emotionally draining. And so maybe if you're experiencing that as well this week, then maybe you also have a intense Venus and Gemini story like I do. So anyway, all of that is to say that Mercury's moving into cancer. So get your tissues ready and uh, we'll get there on Thursday, but before Thursday. So I know I'm coming at you late this week, but I just want to fill you in on what happened earlier this week. So on Monday, we had Mars and Uranus talking that can make us a little bit agitated and the moon was in cancer. So we've already had a little bit of a taste of what this cancer Gemini together kind of vibe is. Lots of mental ideas, lots of emotions leading us to maybe feel a little bit frustrated, a little scattered. We had that on Monday because the moon was in cancer that day. And Tuesday, the moon was still in cancer and we had Mercury having a really like an adjusting aspect with Jupiter. So you might've had a lot of ideas and you might've felt like your mind was really sharp, but for some reason you were frustrated because you couldn't execute them. Or maybe something occurred that changed your opinion about something. So you had to re-examine your beliefs. That's kind of the energy that was going on Tuesday. On Wednesday, which is today when I'm recording, the moon's moved into Leo. So now we can have a little bit more fun. The moon in Cancer, of course, that's its home sign. It loves being there, but it can make us feel a little bit heavy with the weight of emotion. So now we're, we've got a little fire in the sky, you know, air makes fire burn brighter. So sun and Gemini, which is an air sign working with that moon and Leo, it's going to be passionate and inspired and fun. And we're going to have a little bit more creativity. So Wednesday, Thursday, great days to get creative and work on the project and, you know, let those ideas flow and write them down and really be in that brainstorming fun space. Leo is fixed fire. So it does help us see the idea through. 
in a way that Sagittarius or Aries wouldn't maybe do as well. So that should be interesting for this week. I think Wednesday is a great day to really work with your creative juices. Thursday, that's when Mercury is going to go into Cancer. So that's going to happen at 2.09 p.m. Eastern time. So just notice how you feel in the latter half of Thursday and see if you feel any differently, Um, especially if you're like your mental focus shifts at all. On Friday, the moon's going to move into Virgo. And again, I mentioned this earlier. So Gemini loves the details and the self-expression and you know, seeing all the puzzle pieces on the table. Everybody's into puzzles now, so I'm going to use a puzzle metaphor. Seeing all the puzzle pieces on the table, Gemini loves that. What am I going to create with all these puzzle pieces? Virgo loves to see the finished puzzle. Oh, look at those edges. Look at those perfect 90 degree edges. That's Virgo. Virgo loves to see the finished product. Virgo loves to see things all organized and put in their place. So interestingly enough, of course, Astrology is uh, divine and the patterns and the cycles are absolutely perfect because the first quarter of the moon is going to be in Virgo on Friday. So that basically means that we had that new moon last week and now this will be the end of the first week of the moon cycle. The first week of the moon cycle is about planning and preparing to put your intention into action. You set your intention for the new moon in Gemini. You've been planning and preparing and gathering your ideas and what am I going to do with it? And now the first quarter of the moon comes when the moon squares the sun. That's going to be on Friday. The moon's going to be in Virgo. That means that the Virgo moon is going to help us take that idea, take that intention and take inspired action on it to make it happen. So on Friday and this weekend and through next week, you're going to have the opportunity to take whatever your intention was and bring it out into the world. So maybe your intention was getting healthy and you're like, okay, I'm just going to do one thing. I'm just going to take a walk for 30 minutes every day. So maybe you've been planning and preparing and, you know, figuring out your walking shoes and you've been, maybe you've been going out and doing it, but you haven't told anyone. So now come Friday, you're going to tell your family, be like, Hey, I'm walking every day, 30 minutes. Do you want to join me? That's a very mundane example, but it really works. Like the second week of the moon cycle is when we take the intention and then we bring it out into the world and we take action on it. So maybe you've been sitting in your lab doing your planning and prepping, and now it's your opportunity to share it. Now it's your opportunity to bring light to it. So I think that this next week is going to be a great time to take action on those new moon and Gemini intentions. And just a reminder that we are doing a moon meditation challenge in the Luminary League. Um, We've just started because we started with the new moon in Gemini. So you can totally still hop in. If you want to join the Luminary League, you can head to my website and do that, um, veronicapretty.com slash astrology, and you'll pop in there, join us. And every two to three days when the moon changes signs, we meditate together and we journal on our intention. So it's really an amazing opportunity to stay accountable to what you set out to do for yourself in your own life with this new moon. The reason we're doing it now is because the new moon in Gemini is really your last opportunity to do manifestation as we're moving into the eclipse season. 
So the other notable thing about this week is that we are galloping toward the eclipse season, or we're really in it, but the first eclipse that we're going to experience, the first of three this summer is or this season, because it's not technically summer yet, is going to be the full moon in Sagittarius in a week and change. So once we get to the full moon in Sagittarius, that's going to be an eclipse. Once we're in eclipse season, that is an energetic portal that really makes us prime for transformation. It's not a time that we do manifestation rituals. So if you've got something you are bringing into the world, if you haven't set your new moon intention yet, you can totally still do that. You can always do your new moon intention setting. I think the first week of the moon cycle is best. You can still do it in the second week up until that that full moon. And you can always join the Luminary League and then you'll have access to all of our old recordings. So you can just pop in that just pop in. What is it? A cassette tape? It's not the 1990s. You're going to pop, you're going to, you're going to pop into the Patreon forum and you're going to click play and you're going to listen to the new moon in Gemini kickoff that we did. And you can join us for the meditation challenge. And I think it's really fun. I'm having so much fun teaching it. So I'd love to see you there or actually just talk to you there because it's all audio for the meditations. Okay. Where was I? So on Friday, we've got the first quarter of the the moon, and you're going to take that inspired action on your intention. On Saturday, the moon's still going to be in Virgo. This is a great day to take all of that frustration that you've had this week because Mercury also is in this weird adjusting aspect. Not weird, it's called an inconjunct, but it just feels a little funny. Mercury's in this funny feeling adjusting aspect with both Jupiter and Saturn this week. So we might just feel a little bit a little bit limited, a little bit frustrated with delays. There might be delays. I mean, we might not be getting all the information and we might be a little bit frustrated by that. So, you know, a great thing to do this weekend when the moon is in Virgo is to take that frustration and that energy that you're feeling and put it towards something productive, work in your garden, organize, clean the house. You know, cleaning is such a great thing to do with Virgo energy. You know, if you have some you know, project you've been putting off like that closet, or if you've been putting off emptying your inbox, like those kinds of things that have a finality and can feel done at the end of the day, that's going to make you feel really good. That's going to be a good use of that frustration energy this weekend. On Sunday, the moon's going to move into Libra. And so we're going to be in a little bit more of a collaborative energy when the moon moves into Libra. And on Monday, which hopefully I will talk to you on Monday because I hope not to be late with releasing the podcast next week. On Monday, it's going to be June 1st and the moon is going to be in a really sweet conversation with the sun and Venus. So we're going to have a great day for ideas to flow. It's going to be like a delightful air-filled day. You might feel spacey, but you'll have lots of good ideas and creativity flowing because the sun is of course in Gemini, Venus is retrograde in Gemini, and the moon that day will be in Libra. And so they're going to be having a really nice party and an ether-filled party. So this week, the takeaway is this. I want you to write down all the ideas you're having. I want you to be super creative I want you to revel in the creativity. And then I want you to choose one simple thing to take action on, hopefully something that corresponds with your new moon intention from last week and take that action after like Friday or later. 
after the first quarter of the moon, because then it will just be more powerful. And I think that this weekend, Friday, Saturday, predominantly when the moon's in Virgo, we're going to have that earth energy grounding us and a little bit of focus to discern what that right next action is right now. I'm not sure that we have that discernment. So that's my advice in case you wanted it. You're listening. So I'm assuming you do. (laughs) And uh, don't try to do all the things, you know, Gemini season is like so fun because there's so many ideas and so many things sprouting. Right. But don't try to do all the things. Don't try to take in all the news. Don't try to consume all the courses. Don't try to read all the books at once. You know, it's really hard in Gemini season to focus our energy and go deep because we want to do it all. But instead of digging a lot of shallow holes, see if you can dig a few deep holes. I think that's all I got for you this week. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. And I will be talking to you early next week. And lastly, my apologies on being late with the podcast. And don't forget that you can still join us for the moon meditation and journaling challenge in the Luminary League. So don't hesitate to jump in late. You know, don't feel like you've missed something. If you wanted to join, but you didn't, this is the perfect time. We've only done two sessions. We're going to do our third one today and we're going to you know, have our full moon workshop for the first of three eclipses. So really this is the perfect time to get in because you'll get in before eclipse season and we'll all be together to support one another as we move through that transformative experience. So I send you so much love and so much ease amidst a very frustration filled week. And I just know that the great thing about astrology is that it reminds us that everything is transient. Nothing is permanent And come Monday, we'll all be in the flow again. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next week. Oh, and if you like the show, please take a moment to leave a review. It will help more people just like you use astrology to dictate their own fate.